Hey teacher friend, are you thinking your writing time could really be a lot better? Are you wanting your students to just love writing and feel successful as writers? If so, I think you and I need to spend some time starting the transformation of your writing instruction. Let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. So today's episode is really a continuation of what I was talking about in the last two episodes about transformation taking time and, um, you know, the last episode was about building your writing community. But I figured continuing to call all my episodes uh, Transformation Takes Time Part 1, 2, 3, 4, etc. would be kind of boring. So, um, but you can definitely think of this as a continuation of what we were speaking about before and really trying to get started in your student-centered writing instruction and transforming um, your classroom for that. So in the last episode, when I was speaking about creating a writing community, one of the things I spoke about was the identity of your students and knowing them as people. But today I wanna talk a little bit more about knowing them as writers and what their writing identity is, is all about. And this is super important, not only for the student, so that they can be aware of what they're doing and able to do, doing well, doing not so well. But it's also obviously important for you as the teacher to really know your students as writers. And so we're gonna talk about two areas. One is pre-assessment and the other is observation. Today, we're gonna to focus a little bit more on your part of this observation and what to do with that information and not so much the student's part. So we're gonna talk about pre-assessment first. When um, I spoke about teaching the writer, I believe, as I usually do, <laughs> I spoke about a coach needing to know their players. And so when it comes to writing, you know, in order to help your students, you need to know what they're capable of doing. Now, this pre-assessment is going to give you a lot more information than just the actual writing that they may or may not produce. There are several areas that you'll be able to look at. And actually, those areas are also going to be a big part of the observation um, part of what we're going to discuss today as well. In our last episode about creating a community of writers, we talked a little bit about getting to know the writer themselves, their personal identity. So today, I want to switch it a little bit and talk about getting to know your student's identity as a writer. So we have a lot of areas to look at to be able to understand our student as a writer, what they are capable of doing, um, where their strengths are, and where their areas of needs are. Um, just like when you're coaching a, a soccer team or what have you, you need to know what they're able to do, right? So we're going to talk about it in two areas, um, which can be very interwoven or intertwined, um, pre-assessment and observation. And we're going to kind of look at a bunch of different categories of writing or of the writing process. Now, all of these categories can be found um, in any program that you're doing, but they might, the language might be a little bit different. And what I'm going to focus on is the language of Jennifer Saravalo. So she has a book called The Writing Strategies Book. And in that book, she has something called The Hierarchy of Possible Writing Goals. It is an invaluable tool that I've used time and again with teachers, um, and I used it myself, um, in order to really help you know 
what to work on first with your student. But before we get into that, I just want to talk about these different categories and what it is that we're going to be focusing on when we talk about the pre-assessment and observation. So the categories are composing with pictures, which is really something you're only going to see in um, kindergarten or first grade. And then it comes to engagement, then generating ideas, focus, organization and structure, elaboration, word choice, conventions of spelling and then of grammar. And um, the last one is partnerships and clubs, which is not something that's on the hierarchy, but it's not something we're going to talk about today. So um, these areas are important because these are the types of things you want to know about your student as a writer and also something that they're going to need to know about themselves as writers to help them to work towards the goals that you will eventually set for them. Um, so the first one, I'm actually going to skip over composing with pictures because that's pretty self-explanatory for one thing, um, but it's also very focused on the lower, um, the lowest grades there. So we're going to move on to engagement. So when it comes to engagement, what we're talking about is their ability to write and have a volume of writing, their ability to stay focused, and their um, excitement for writing. You know, do they want to be there writing? Are they able to stay um, focused on their work or are there things that are grabbing their attention? And so that is one of the first things that you want to see. So when you are pre-assessing a student, which we'll talk about, that might not be as noticeable, although you can see if they're sitting there and writing. Um, but when you're looking at their pre-assessment afterwards, that's not something you can see. So that's really more of an observation. Um, and then when you get into the next category, which is generating ideas, it's just whether or not they are able to kind of live their life as a writer. Can they come up with different things? Um, can they see topics in the world around them? Um, and that is something that you'll be able to notice on whether or not you see it in their writing or if they're able to get started. So again, it's a pre-assessment um, part, and then it's also part of your observation. So then we have the category of focus. When you're thinking about focus, you want to make sure that the piece overall is able to have a clear and cohesive meaning that's related to the topic. And every piece of the piece is also going to have a focus. So you're thinking main idea, making sure that everything is where it should be. This is something that you're going to be able to see in a pre-assessment. So when a student does a piece of writing and you look at it, you'll be able to notice whether or not they have a clear handle on focus in their overall piece of writing. And then we have organization and structure. So there's two different words, but they go hand in hand. And on some rubrics, you might see that organization, organization is a part of structure. Um, you could say that the organization is the why and the structure is the what. So when you're looking at a narrative, the organization is beginning, middle, end. When you're looking at informational, you could have the different types of text structures to help organize it. You're also thinking about, did they choose the best way to organize, let's say, the informational book and um, how they put their different parts? Or in a literary essay, did they, did they choose um, the correct order or the, or the best order, I would say, of their body paragraphs and things like that? And then the structure also includes the different pieces of the writing. So if you're thinking about a lead or an ending, 
um, if you're thinking about the chapters um, in an informational book and things like that. So again, you're going to be looking at a piece of writing, say the pre-assessment, where you're going to be able to see the organization and structure of their piece. Another category, then um, the rest of the categories too, uh, just like organization and structure, tend to be more skill-based skill than behavior-based, I would say. So when we're thinking about getting ready and starting writer's workshops, the first few categories about engagement, generating ideas, and focus are going to be the ones that you are going to be focused on the most. And they're the ones that you can kind of see when they're doing their pre-assessment, um, but focus is the only one you can actually well, not the only one, but the one you can really pay attention to actually looking at a piece of writing, say, the pre-assessment. The rest of them, the one I just talked about, organization and structure, and then we have elaboration, word choice, conventions. All of those things you're going to be able to see in their actual piece of writing and not necessarily your observation. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that pre-assessment. In the beginning of the year, and often um, there are times throughout the year, you're going to want to have a piece of writing that is completely independently done from your students or by your students that you are able to analyze um, so that you know, again, more about your writer's identity um, and their ability as a writer, not only for each writer, but then all of the students together so that you have an idea of where your class is overall to help guide your instruction. Um, so we'll talk about the beginning of the year mostly right now. So it could also be referred to as an on-demand piece of writing. And what that just means is that they're going to do this entire piece in one sitting. They're not going to be provided with any help. Um, and I know that sounds scary um, or like your students aren't going to do it. And to be quite honest, some of them won't. Um, not only in the lower grades, but sometimes even in the upper grades, they, send, they might shut down. And it really depends on their experience with writing. So the first thing you want to make sure you do is keep it lighthearted and fun and even exciting and letting them know that it's just, you know, we're going to try a piece of writing out and we're going to see how it goes. Um, and we're going to be able to use that writing to see, you know, how we can grow, however you would like to word it. Um, some of the younger students might find it to be a wonderful time. You're going to tell them you want to just do their best piece of writing. You want them to check it over the best they can. And that language can sound different um, depending on the grade level. Now, there is a great resource for doing on-demand writing, and it comes from um, the Units of Study and Writing by the Teachers College Reading and Writing Project, or Lucy Calkins. Um, this is a part of their units of study. However, the writing pathways book can be purchased separately. Um, it's an amazing professional development resource, but it also has, um, the prompts that they give for their on-demand pieces of writing in each genre. And it also has rubrics and student examples and, uh, ways for you to, um, analyze it. And then Jennifer Saravella, of course, I was just talking about her writing heart hierarchy and her book. Um, the writing strategies book is also going to help you to think about how to look at their piece of writing and then to choose um, a goal for them. But we can even just think about looking at, again, the class overall and where you think the biggest strengths and needs are. Um, and this really looks the same for every grade level, you know, K to five, K to eight. You give them a prompt that is 
would be something that would be relevant for their grade level. Um, it could be narrative, informational, opinion, whatever it is you might be teaching first in the beginning of the year, or it could be just you get to write your own topic. That's not the way they do it in the Writing Pathways book, but this is you know completely up to you. It's just for you to have an assessment for your students. Now, this is not um, a writing prompt, like a journal writing prompt or anything like that. It's like they are going to do a piece of writing. So even in you know kindergarten or first grade, you might say, I want you to tell a story about a time in your life, or I want you to tell me um, a story like you see in a storybook. And they're going to just write that. Now you, in the lower grades, some kids might be done in five or 10 minutes, and that's okay. Um, I know in the writing pathways books and in the units of study, they ask for 45 minutes. Um, but again, you know, depending on the grade level and what you see happening in the class, you you really only need to give them the time that they need. Um, but also, as they get older, you really want to remind them of the writing process and going through and editing and revising and all of that um, before they give this piece to you. And again, this piece is, is to serve as a pre-assessment. It's a baseline. It's not meant to be graded. It's just something for you to be able to see what's happening in their writing and to get to know your writers. And the categories that we spoke about before are what you're going to be looking at when you're looking at their pieces of writing. Um, so this is going to be just an, a wonderful way for you to get to know where they are. Um, you do not want to assume anything when it comes to your writers, regardless of their grade level. You don't want to assume that they know how to write an essay. You don't want to assume that they are writing sentences. You don't want to assume anything about your students. Um, and because then you're not teaching to them. You are just teaching what you think they know or what you think they should know. So when you combine a pre-assessment with all the observation that you're doing during writing time, you are gonna have a great picture of your students as writers, their writers' identity, um, what they're doing well and how you can continue to help them. Um, all of this can still be happening in the beginning when you're getting started in the writer's workshop routine and you're building your community, um, you can be doing this as well. So I hope this has been really helpful in you being able to have some, you know, real ways to be able to get to know your students as writers. And I really look forward to um, our next episode. If you are enjoying this, please do subscribe, please share with your friends, and also feel free to check me out on Facebook at Teaching to Transform. Um, or Instagram at the same handle. Have a great day. Hello again, writing teacher. I am so glad that you are listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment, wherever it is that you do listen, to go ahead and do a review and let people know what's so great about it. I would love for more teachers to be able to get some learning about writing from this podcast. And if you're interested in any further information, you can find me in a couple of places. One is YouTube, Melissa Morrison. I have a lot of videos there for you to, to help you with writing instruction. And then also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform LLC, and a Facebook group where you can learn more from me and chat with other teachers. It is called Transform Writing K through 8, and I would love to see you there. Have a great day.